0: Hello and welcome to Don't Argue Power by Bet Easy. Round one tossed up plenty and it's certainly done and dusted. But we're moving our attention to round two and we've got the star studded lineup here. One's got a head wobble and one doesn't. <laughs> uh, you guessed it. <laughs> Jay Z's got the wobble and Jacob, as modest as ever, sitting over there with the champion data stats ready to roll. But I'm going to hand the floor
1: over to yep, you, Jay, yep, because
0: yep. on this show, just for the listeners out there that didn't tune in last week, Yep. We give you the ultimate punting experience. Yeah,
1: we do. And uh, well, two weeks ago, we came in here, Dicko, and you said, what was the best bet of the season, Clarky? Give us something that you could hang your hat on for the whole year. I said, Dicko, right? right, I'm just here to educate you boys. I come in and I said, Jamie Elliott to lead Collingwood for goals for the season. That's what I said. He was about seven or eight bucks or something like that. I'm watching the footy on um, Friday night, it was, and I I know the pie's lost, but he kicked three of the Magpies' first four goals, (laughs) and he's come crunched in to $3, $7 into $3 in one week of footy, Jacob. Now... I can't do much more than that. Nah. I just can't do much more than that. I've got you double the odds. If you, if you, all the good people out there who would, uh, who would pick that, you would just be thinking, you know, this guy's fit. He's firing. He's playing close to goal. Geordie De go, gets the best defender. That was an exceptional bet. And after one weekend, it uh, looks exactly like
0: that. Well, uh, the traders are just uh, giving me the heads up here. Your, it's asleep. all, your, it's all your money that's made that move in the market. <laughs>
1: Tell them to wake up.
2: Well done. And should we get to the, the? Uh, no, we won't. He look, he was always going to look good early in the season. When he plays, he kicks goals. We know yeah. him when he plays, he kicks goals. Yeah. It's when he gets injured in round six, yeah. round seven, round eight, round 12. So yeah. Guess Go what? You lose. Last, last, last
1: half full. What yeah. was the biggest surprise of the round last year? Fremantle kicking 140 <laughs> points. Or is. Hang on, let me look at my bet last <laughs> week. Um, Fremantle to beat North Melbourne by more than 40 points of wow. at $6.50. <laughs> that now, was... A boon ah That was a good boon I've, said a,
2: I've yeah. set a high level. I've yeah.
1: set a very high level. Now, yeah, Jacob. How are you going?
2: Jacob, my bet of, of the week came up. Cats, cats were good, but the one that really disappointed me for the round was the scoring. It was mm. under on almost every single game. I said it would be high, yep. and what we actually see normally in the first few weeks of the season is there's an extra one and a half shots on goal per game. And what we saw this week, it was at about 0.8 more. So there were more shots at goal, Everyone just missed them. Yeah. We were on track after Saturday for the worst accuracy in a round on record that we've, we've got. Uh, Sunday saved. The Saints were good. Um, Dockers um, North were good as well. So they actually brought the average back up. But there were more shots at goal. Just everyone missed. So there's nothing I can do if they're not going to kick yes. the goals.
0: Give me stats because you are the stats man. So last year, yep. top team was what percent? Goal kicking.
2: Well, you're looking at the best teams are sitting about 55%. Right. And the worst teams are sitting about 40%. Where's the Saints? Saints were at, at that 40% mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, they're up at about a 55% mark.
1: 69, mate. Uh, 69% <laughs> mark. You're
2: all over it. But what we saw is the league average was down from 47% down to 42%. That's one in every 20 shots. Should have been going through. Instead, it was missing. So nothing nothing I can do. I'm just blaming the goal kickers.
0: Okay, right. Let's uh, beep, beep. Let's just back over that boon na once more. 40-plus yep. Fremantle. Yeah, that's what I said. Exceptional. Now, you yep. mentioned 141 points. Yeah. What was that? Ross Lyons' teams don't do that.
1: Yeah, I think they got that defensive pressure back, and um, they're trying to open the ground up with some of their field kicks. Well, I, so I think they'll try and kick
2: We're more. talking about it a bit later on, but there was another team involved in that game that might have been equally to blame for that 140 points. It wasn't just Fremantle. Scoring 140, it was North conceding 140.
1: I do remember saying that their back line without Magic Door and Scotty Thompson was vulnerable. And guess what? It was, (laughs) It was. (laughs) it was very vulnerable. All right, we're gonna have a look at the top five bets for
0: Jacob and Jay, and we're gonna start from five to one. We're gonna leave the best till last. Your fifth
2: best bet of the weekend, Jacob Wilson. Well. It's a pretty good sign when I'm really confident with my fifth best bet. Mm. Uh, on Friday night, it was staggered to see the Crows starting this match as outsiders. Swans oh, yeah. were really poor, and Adelaide had every opportunity to beat the Hawks, but the problem was they just... Couldn't get it going inside fifty. They conceded twenty-eight inset marks to the Hawks, which is the sixth most ever. So it was just the ball use. You fix the ball use, they're fine. Their midfield was winning. Crouch was great. Sloan was the, I think we had him as the second best player for the round. Yep. Brad Crouch looked good. Sam Jacobs looked good. This team just needs to get that ball going inside fifty, which they're normally really good at doing, and they'll they'll easily. Um, Account for the swans. Okay.
1: I like that. I'll be tipping uh Adelaide to win in enemy territory as well. So I'm with you uh Jacob. But my fifth best bet is uh Nat Fife. I really like him for the Brownlow this year. But in fantasy points, I got him to uh score more than hundred and eight fantasy points uh at a dollar eighty eight. I think the market is so frio take on Gold Coast Wayne. I think Nat Fife
2: is gonna have a day out to go. Touch on you're the fantasy man as well. Yeah.
0: Right? Uh, a good bet from Jay?
2: I prefer the Brownlow side of it. So we actually did a, a little bit of work on him for the Brownlow and of the last 33 times he's polled votes, 22 are threes, 8 are twos and 3 are ones. Wow. So he only gets threes and two. He, he doesn't get one vote. So when he plays a good game like he did on the weekend, he gets a three. So I'm more uh, interested in him for the Brownlow for the season yeah. than I am um, on a fantasy market.
0: Alright, let's move to your fourth best bet, Jacob Wilson and you were off uh, Collingwood last week with
2: the yep. Cats, which I was. I no, was at, more pro was Cats get. than it was anti anti Collingwood. It was a good get, um, and I think the, the the big question mark now over uh, Richmond is Alex France. Yeah. How do you replace Alex Rance? And the answer is you can't replace no. a player like Alex France. He wins the ball back for the Tigers 200 times across the season. Wow! He wins it back 200. 200. That's about 10 times a game. So you've got to find someone who can win you the ball back wow. 10 times a game. Now, you might bring in Garthwaite, who's a bit of a stopper. You might put a Noah Bolter back there. I don't know how. Yeah. He's irreplaceable. Garthwaite won't be Garthwaite. Yeah. And then you look at this Collingwood forward line, and it is incredibly hard to match up. up. You've got D'Gowie. Okay, Does he need a tall or a small? You've got yeah, Elliot. Does it. he need a tall or a small? You've got Cox, who requires a very interesting matchup. Then you've got someone like Stevenson, who can challenge you for pace. Um, Thomas um, as well. So just they've got a lot of options down there, and Alex Rands would have been great, because whoever was hot, you could have used him to either drop off and help that person, yep. or he could have um, done the job himself. So huge loss for the for the Tigers, and I think um, head to head price you can head to head price for the Pies. They, they were they were good against um, Geelong. Geelong are just to be a good team as well. Okay, now Purple Hayes,
0: you're running with it. You've uh, gone a boonara f- forty plus, and you're sticking with Fremantle. I do.
1: I like him at the line to give Gold Coast a bit of a touch up. David Swallow, who's busy he their best midfielder other than Chuck Martin? It's hard to tell. Yeah, he's an important cog in that midfield
2: machine, so I like the Dockers uh, to clear the line against... One uh, thing I will say, Dockers last year were 10 goals better at home than away. Mm -hmm. They are on the road, so I looked at that as well and I liked it, and then I remembered in the back of my head how bad they were on the road last year and just just got a bit nervous. So I like it, but just have that in the back of your mind, punters, that they were a 10-goal better team at home than away.
0: All right, third best bet for you, Port Adelaide. Host Carlton over there. Yeah, tough to win. They're coming off belting Melbourne.
2: Yeah. But you love
0: the start, the plus.
2: Yeah, I, lo- I like Carlton with the 32 points. Yeah, Carlton, I think you have to be impressed with what they did on their first minute. They got blown out in that first, first quarter, but for those last three quarters, were very competitive. They're proving to be a very good uh, stoppage team. They were the best stoppage team through JLT. Uh, we actually heard some of the Richmond players comment, that's what they were focused on with the Blue Baggers um, in that week one, is they were worried about their stoppage game. Carlton gone on top in the stoppages late in that match. I think they could actually at least take it up to Power for a large chunk of this game. And don't forget, Power are very inexperienced with a lot of their players they're bringing. That's why Hinkley thought it was such a good win. I think he thought it was a bit of an underdog victory. Mm-hmm. Yes, they performed really well in week one, but with these sort of younger players, a lot of the time you can see a good performance in week one and a poor performance in week two. I'm glad you raised that
1: about Carlton's midfield, that uh, their stoppage game, because I think they are building an elite midfield yep. there. Yeah. Paddy Cripps... Uh, Paddy Dow probably had his breakout game. I was yeah, really happy with him. Especially earlier, yeah. Yeah, Walsh. I mean, Sam Petreski-Seton's got yep. a huge ceiling. He probably just needs to keep building that over uh, the next three or four years. But I like it, Jacob. Yep. And you're going to have a three-leg multi, aren't you? I am. That's just what you do, Joe. Yeah. I'd like Port to win. I think there's not a snowflakes yeah, chance win. in hell of Carlton winning this snowflakes game.
0: Snowflakes chance in hell. And... Yeah.
1: I like Hawthorne to beat the Bulldogs. I reckon their morals, the Hawks. Port Adelaide will get their job done. And Essendon will bounce back. So that's just the double your money option, $2.20 for those three teams I feel like there's minimal risk and uh, just put that in your pocket. You're not nervous
2: about what the Bombers did on the in week one? I, they I, did. I, I, bombers uh, all at sea. They looked like it was a round 23 game and they'd been yeah. knocked out of finals yeah. and it was and, season uh, over. Head was in Vegas yeah. we're
1: going on a footy trip. I expect a very strong response from Essendon okay. this week. They yeah. need a strong response
2: after yep. that first. All
0: right. right second best bet and uh, this has got hair all over it I cannot believe you're going with this bet but yep. the Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs
2: the question mark what was the last week we spoke about it who's going to kick their goals Do you, did you feel like that answer, question was answered I did I'll put I put my hand up I had no idea where they were going to come from. Aaron Norton guys, yeah. um, looked fantastic yep. he's got great hands. We know he's got great hands he actually looked like he had a bit of forward craft as well. he kicked three Sam Lloyd you throw threw him up he kicked a couple of goals. Uh, Bontempi, because of how strong their midfield is, and they have um, Liber back in the midfield, he gets to spend extra time down there. McLean gets to spend extra time down there. They actually have options there. and with that uh, um, elite talent they have in the midfield that is still young, um, they could they could surprise anyone this year. I think the Bulldogs are a sort of team that you see at two dollars eighty five, and they'll probably win that. Um, just a few times this year, they'll they'll take those odds, uh, and they'll surprise a lot of teams. Just to
0: give you a little bit of a market guide, two sixty Monday. Two eighty five. That'll yeah. get to three twenty.
2: You gonna they'll keep? I'll take them at two eighty five. I'll take them at, at three twenty. It's
1: going to blow, though. Jacob. You know I'm your biggest fan. I'm your number one fan. I've loved <laughs> I don't your
0: world for a long hey, Enough of this nice guy stuff
1: on this panel. <laughs> but I would not take that bet if you could get ten bucks on the Hawks. I would not take ten dollars oh, on no, the Bulldogs. Please excuse yeah. me. I would not take the Bulldogs at ten dollars. I think Hawthorn <laughs> absolute certain is to win this. Gee, they were impressive against Adelaide. And the Bulldogs—they're playing that up and back game again. And I just think that that. Um, You know, it's I just I just don't know that they can sustain that against the uh, the top teams. Can I just say,
0: you got to watch his face when you're giving him him (laughs) giving him giving him a bit because you know what his nickname is, Kevlar. Why? Bulletproof mate. (laughs) (laughs) You you fire one at him, it just bounces off. (laughs) You know, nickname nicknamed Ricochet. Oh, this, this is how strong he was last week, him.
2: though, that the, the pies were going to win, that the, the cats were a bad bet. So let's just see. if this is two weeks in a row he goes after one of my bets that strongly, mm. I think there's going to be questions. He's up. going after you, all right, because your second best really... bet is
1: sticking with the Hawks. Um, yeah, I, I did love that. That, that. I got a lot of respect for your Geelong <laughs> pick last week because I didn't see that Melbourne performance um The that Colin performance coming. Please excuse me. My second best bet, I got Hawthorne to win. This is the same game multi. You've got to get around this. Same games, yep. Yep. Same Same game game multi. multi. Hawthorne to win into um, total game score under 180. So I think the Bulldogs will really try and stop the Hawthorne scoring. I think this will be a low scoring game, 330. The
2: beauty of the Hawks, one thing you know, is they're going to be set up defensively and they're going to apply that pressure. So the, the Bulldogs have to play well to beat the Hawks. The Hawks aren't a team that you can win against playing 70%. That's what Adelaide showed. They, they use the ball poorly and they lose. If the Bulldogs don't play at 100%, they lose. Yep.
0: And your best bet is based on form of last year because these two teams, Geelong and Melbourne, was a kick decider for kick both games.
2: So it should be a close game. And, and Geelong, uh, you could say, got lucky in both those matches. But I'm, I think the Cats are going to be a really good team. I, I'm sticking with them. They were number one, my number one bet last week. they my number one bet again this week. 1-39. to I think it stays close. The, the Demons looked really out in their legs. They got outrun uh, by the power Um The Cats, they, they're playing the right way. And that's what we, I said last week, is I think the Cats will play the right way, and if they do, they've got the list to back it up. They brought in all these small forwards. They brought in Atkins. Um, they brought in um, and these style of players that lock the ball in their forward half, let them play a forward half game, and let all the, um, everything else fall into place with their talent. So... Get on board the Cats this year. Get on board them at 1 to 39. Oh,
0: on Monday, we always have a chat and just uh, a little debrief on the round. He's very, very good, right? That's the only compliment I'll give him on <laughs> He did say about Melbourne, nothing structure, nothing to do with game plan. It was just all about the tank. But when are they going to be able to get? Well, their you tank and back? you
2: mentioned that as well. As you said, they've had a lot of surgeries. They had a lot of. Um, yeah, mentioned Jay. You so, got them winning the flag. Yeah, but that's okay. As long as they're right by round eight, I think the first. I'm I'm nervous about Melbourne for rounds one through six, maybe, and then they'll they'll fire. All right.
1: After Tim Kelly's performance, I wonder whether James Harms could yeah. go to him.
2: I think he might not start him. Maybe he still start some danger, but he didn't shut down Boke or uh, he was off. Rockcliffe. Yeah. Um, at any stage last week, and they, they were running amok. So interesting to see whether they've locked him in as that tagger role or whether they're just going to use him break glass in case of emergency. Mm.
1: Alright, Jay boy yeah. the floor is yours Best for your you, number one bet. i tell you what, the Bombers fans will be pretty uh, <laughs> uh, devastated about what they saw up at GWS on Sunday, but I think they get the job done over the Saints this weekend, so I've got a same game multi. The Bombers into hundred and eight under 180 uh, game score, because I like the way the Saints are trying to defend this year. Mm. They're trying to squeeze things up, I don't think uh, teams will kick massive scores against them, so I think this could be uh, pretty tight, but Essendon uh, into Total game score, under 180. That's a $3.90 multi-bet. So and the
2: Saints kick as accuracy, accurately as they did last week, that might be in trouble for the unders. But you reckon? Okay. Oh, we're good.
0: Don't put the pressure on <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just want to enjoy the game. Come on, Jacob. All right, oh, wow. we're going to
0: take our first break here on Don't Argue. Don't go anywhere because quick hands after the break. Jacob, the fantasy man, gives his best bet and a first goal scorer. Welcome back to Don't Argue Power by Bad Easy. Hopefully, you enjoyed the first half. The second half is here. And Jacob Wilson, uh, I'll call you
2: the fantasy man, bulletproof ricochet, whatever you want. What like do you got a for a I like a good nickname. I like fantasy man. Um, so, I'll make your dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Walsh, uh, I've got him in the young guns market here. Yes. He's paying $3.50 in I like that market. That too. Uh, what, what do we know about Sam Walsh? He gets 23 disposals in every game that we see him play. He did that in every single Tac, mu- tac Cup game he played. Yep. He did it in both of his JLT games. He had 24 in Week 1. And I feel like in Week 1 he was just a bit nervy. Rusty. He got, he, a few people snuck up on him um, and his ball use was poor. But that doesn't really matter in fantasy land. He, he's, allowed to, it. he's allowed to butcher as much as we want. He had 87 fantasy points on debut. I think that might go up again this week. Um, He's just, he's reliable at $3.50 in this market where a lot of these kids are going to get um, low scores. He, he's a great bet at three fifty. So
0: talk us through exactly what that bet is once
2: So there's, there's a group of eight young guns, yep. um, all, all first, second year players, um, and Sam Walsh to be the highest fantasy scoring player of, that, of those eight players is $3.50. Wow, he's, I like it. And he's, he's, he's under over line...
1: I like the overs. It's 79. Yeah, 79. I couldn't believe it was 79. So that's... i would be taking the uh, overs there. I also like Matty Crouch to outscore Stephen Canelio in a head-to-head matchup. I don't think Cornelio is going to kick three goals again against uh, West Coast. And I think Matt Crouch uh, up against Sydney. going to be a lot of stoppages. he be getting a lot of... 40
2: in week one, he's going to be unstoppable, I think, this year, Matty Crouch. And yep. if you're going to tag anyone, I, I probably wouldn't be tagging him. I'd probably be tagging Rory Sloan. Yep. I've got one more for you, boys, in the fantasy markets. Now, it's your best mate, Jay, Scott Pendlebury. Now, if you look at the fa- uh, fantasy scoring up until around 19 last year, Scott Pendlebury was averaging 105, Duncan was averaging 101, and Redden was averaging 96. Now, you get them in a trio market, and actually, Pendlebury is starting as the outsider. Now, the reason why he's starting as outsider is because last at the end of last year, he got injured. through the finals. You might have said he was playing at 80%, 70% fitness. You probably know more than I do. But he looked really good in round one. He played 95% midfield time as well. So you think with beams coming in, he might get pushed out of the midfield. 95% mid was actually up on last year. So Scott Pendlebury to win that market at $2.85 is, is my bet of the week. He, could, he couldn't bend over last yeah. year he's never had
1: more kicks off the ground in yeah. his career <laughs> he could have been over for the second half of the season and I didn't, he's he, up and about yeah he and they uncontested ball they love that uncontested yeah. yep. position chain they do win a lot of a uh, lot of possession Collingwood so I like that uh, I like that on my man um so this goal scorer yeah we love this market Isaac was <laughs> last week who tipped that one Anyone?
0: Did you see that Anyone? one? Yeah, on radio. No, <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. No, Decide your good bets, mate. Where your your pro- bets. Where
1: do your priorities lie? Is
0: Seagulls at radio here. It's hard to tell. No, it's here. Okay, hundred percent here. Good. I'm committed.
2: Now let me throw you guys out one of my favourite facts. of we uh, did do a lot of research for this. Now Lance Franklin, do you think he's a good first goal kicker? No, he's not. He is not. <laughs> he has kicked the first goal in just 29 of his 290 matches. They oh. so normally starts the match at six dollars, seven dollars, five dollars. Mm. Uh, for first goal scorer, he should be paying $10 a week because he very rarely kicks the first goal. He maybe takes a little bit of time to warm up, not sure what it is, but across his career, he's a bad first goal kicker. Now, I, I, especially after looking at the form in round one, he had a bad week one. Yep. Um, I'm going to go to Sam Reid. Sam Reid kicked two goals to his one in week one, and when he's playing, he kicks goals. He's paying $11, but he's in at 6 or $7. Sam Reid is better value this week than Lance Franklin.
0: Well, I uh, tend to agree with you on that one because when I do the radio crosses for easy, Franklin is all over it. You got another one for us? Because you normally
2: like to double up, Jacob. Yeah, got got one more for you. Uh, And now this is going back over what, what Jay said, and it's Jamie Elliott. Yeah, we all love Jamie Elliott, and uh, while he's fit, he's a super player. Especially me, if he uh, keeps kicking him. uh. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say he did last week? You actually mentioned off the top. He kicked three of Collingwood's first four goals. Did you see him after half-time? I didn't. He had three disposals after half-time, went missing. I think that's what you can expect from him this year, which is he's coming off a low base. He's he's probably not going to be running out games as well as other players because he hasn't had that same sort of workload into his body. So, look, get on board. First goal. Leave him off the books for the last goal. He's all about that first goal. So he's paying $11 for that, the first goal um, against the Tigers. The so, issue is with Collingwood Ducat. Sorry to yes. you no, off. But that, some of that kicking accuracy, the boys out of the
1: back half. I'm not sure if you watch Jack Crisp. I'm a big fan of your work, Jack Crisp. But on occasions he kicked the grass further than he kicked the ball. <laughs> like, that, is a, that was a real thing. Just so, the old divot. It, yeah. <laughs> so I think Crispy will just straighten up his work and Jamie will be fine.
0: Can I ask? Question with that, notice.
2: and yep. I know love you, a good question. You're, uh, with that yeah, you're, you're you're one of the best at that. Yep.
0: <laughs>
1: you've identified
0: Franklin is yep. a poor first goal score option. Who is the best in the league?
2: Who's the best in the league? I was going to say that for another week, but I think I might mention Ben Brown. Brown. Ben Brown. Ben Brown. Oh. Ben Brown. He he does it about seventeen percent. I think he's up to. Wow. At any time. Um, so anytime you get Ben Brown at uh, six dollars or anything longer than that, you're looking pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's
0: get into quick 11%. hands. Uh, Jack, who up there? But I think it's yeah. Ben Brown and Tom Lynch there now, so that might just okay. affect him. Um, let's move straight into quick we'll hands. Now you, Gallars, quick, quick hands. you are not quick hands? Show us your technique again.
2: Bang! Oh, wow. that's improved. Improved. We're working hard. Came off his <laughs>
0: forearm this week. Okay, first game: Richmond and Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood. Mentioned right. it before. Collingwood. Co- Collingwood at line plus two and a half. Love yeah. it. Sydney Swans and
2: Adelaide. Adelaide should be favourites. Don't know why
1: they are two o five and Adelaide. Uh, the line
2: is three and a half. This
0: is one of the toughest games. Essendon, St Kilda. Uh,
2: Essendon. That's, the Saints got Ooh. as close to a loss as you can with a win last week. If you only beat, go- 30 go- if you beat Gold Coast by one point, that's about as bad as you can play in a yeah. win. If you, yeah. If you're a Saints
1: fan last week, you'd, you'd lower the flag the half master reckon. Even, <laughs> like, yeah, even getting the four points, you'd just be you'd be bringing it down because that was uh, poor. And you know what? If Peter Wright had kicked straight late. They
0: would oh, have. I wasn't
2: kick straight.
1: Made the right decision late.
2: I, just, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he did. He should have had a crack at it. You had a crack. Go for it. A coach would say you just have a crack, kick yeah. talk, whatever you do, run that for a behind and uh, take two points. Essendon. Port Adelaide. Yeah. So you're going to Essendon? Port Adelaide and
2: Carlton. What of my better bets, Carlton. Right. Yeah. 32.
0: Um, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, well, don't do that too often. You'll ruin the chemistry on this show. <laughs> Geelong at GMHBA Stadium, Melbourne. Geelong.
1: Ooh, dollar fifty-seven. I think this is the toughest game of the round. Yep. And I think with a fit fit Max gone, you know he was in hospital throughout the week. He had a skin infection. Really? Yeah. So Why well, well, that- is he fit? He can't be
0: fit, then. Actually, you mate? got smacked on <laughs> Twitter for there. that, didn't you?
1: No. Uh, You better just
0: have a look at <laughs> this. <story.
2: laughs> did I smack you? you yeah, just, yeah, no, you got a good, you got a
1: pretty good clip. I didn't.
2: Why? Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me what did it cause say? Because you
0: said something like, uh, "What did you say with the?" Little emoji. I can't remember what you said. Oh yeah, he got. He's feeling unwell. Unwell. Yeah. Well, he was in hospital? Yeah. And they Hammer Just said, who cares? Like you, you walk on the field, you play. Like, well, don't mean. make excuses for Max Gorn. So he copped it. Have a look at your feed. Those anyway, social media filters must be working. A treat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just block, <laughs> uh, block,
0: block. Yeah, and and uh, B nineteen was one of them. That uh, give you a clip. Uh, West
2: Coast and the Giants over in the West. Ah, uh, that's Lovely. a tough one. Yeah. I'm gonna go with GWS. Ooh, I like it. I think West Coast with
1: Kennedy back. I think West Coast to clear the fourteen and a half line, but I reckon that is an excellent line from the traders.
0: Uh, I'm just going to do myself here. Quick hands, Brisbane. Do you think no? Do you think Oscar Allen
2: plays as well as Kennedy, or they can't play them all? With uh, I think Waterman goes. Go, gotcha,
1: perfect. North Melbourne, Brisbane Lions.
2: Uh, staggering odds for the Brisbane Lions. Still yeah. five. Get on board them. Head Better than week. Yep.
1: The line is three and a half. I've taken that all day of the week.
0: The lines, yep. this is the game. Hey, there's a bit of headbutting on this one. Western Bulldogs and Hawthorne. Hawthorne, the favorites at a dollar 42. And the doggies I mentioned, 268, 285. I'm on the drift, doggies, please. Okay, Jacob. Uh, I'll have Hawthorne minus 16 and a half. Interesting game this one. Gold Coast Suns and Freeman. Why is it interesting? Because it could be an upset.
2: I'm going to go with what? Gold Coast by the line, just with you're what saying I said it? before. Saying Fremantle, it? 10 goal, better team at home than away. Okay. What do you
1: think? You want to elaborate on that?
2: They're uh, 420 head-to-head. You're saying that's a good bet. No, the
1: line's a ripping bet. I just think... Uh, the sun's at the line. Yeah, I just... I like the sun's at the line. Too. Yeah, You've the gone, gone of the other way. Man. I've gone the other way.
0: Yeah, 27 and a half, mate. You're kidding me. Right. Fremantle, they'll ride the wave, and then what do they do when they go away? <laughs> So whether they can or not, big question mark for me. Well, time will tell. All right, boonanata, time. that's when you open the shoulders up. Last week we don't need to back over it, but we're going to. Freeman or forty plus, well done, Jay. But I'm going to start with Jacob Wilson.
2: I'm going to go with. Something I, I actually resisted using this as one of my... It would have been one of my one or two best bets, but Brisbane Lions, to be the highest-scoring team in the round, is paying $15. What? Now, North Melbourne's defence, we thought we were going to mention it, they have the worst defence in the league at the moment. They conceded the most points through JLT, they conceded the most points through Round 1, and there was a big difference between how they were defending teams in Round 1, the first half of 2018 to the second half. They were poor at defending last year. Um Scott Thompson does come back in which helps. Yep. But this Brisbane line's forward line is dynamic. It's um uh, they didn't have a player last week kick a goal that's taller than Utica.
0: Yeah,
2: I know. Lincoln centimetre. McCarthy, Cameron. Yeah. Reese Matheson was their tallest goal kicker. It is one of my favourite forward lines going around at the moment. Uh, I, I think they can be the highest-scoring uh, team at $15. I like All
1: right, Boonanar time. Jay, you're on fire. I like uh, Brisbane 40-plus uh, against North Melbourne, and that's at 8 bucks.
0: That's all we've got time for, boys. Thanks very much, Jacob and Jay. Outstanding nice with Thanks your tip again. once again. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Tell your mates if you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week, but enjoy your Thursday night football. Richmond, $1.80, Collingwood, two oh five. And when you're gambling, please do so responsibly.